Hey everyone, it is Dominique and I am back with another episode of the Wise Words Podcast. New year, new season, new episodes. I am super, super, super excited guys. I just want to say thank you to all of you who have been supporting the podcast, who have been listening faithfully, who have been giving suggestions, who have been reaching out to me with your comments and with your, you know, just feedback in general of the podcast itself i really appreciate every single last one of you guys and i thank you just for everything that you guys are doing as far as supporting wise words i'm excited you know it's new year i can't believe that i made it to 25 episodes y'all like i counted (laughs) the other day and i was like oh my god that last recent episode that i did which was the bonus episode for new year's was episode 25 so i'm like all right let's do another 25 let's go you know into another season of this and I'm super excited about it and so to kick off the first episode or the first full episode I'll say for the year of 2020-22 I definitely want to touch on the topic of superstitions because this is the time where people put these things into practice and I don't think people understand what they're doing whenever they put belief into these superstitions or what these superstitions actually are and so i'm really excited to give you guys a perspective you know on both mentally and spiritually how superstitions are in the mind of a human and so i just you know i'm ready to dive into this topic don't forget to share this podcast with somebody who you feel like it may encourage or may you know provide wisdom to and also don't forget to give it a five stars rating on apple Podcasts or any platform that you're listening to it on but without further ado let's jump into the topic today which is superstitions All right, so first things first, what's the superstition? So we all know like whenever New Year's come, especially if you are in the South, you know, here in like Arkansas, Tennessee, Mississippi, or if you're in the North, you know, if you're somewhere up North or in the East Coast, West Coast, there are superstitions for like different areas I've found out geographically, but also just for cultures as well. So the black culture, the white culture, the, um, you know korean culture there are so many superstitions when it comes to the new year and so a superstition is basically just those beliefs that you know if we do these certain things and that's what's going to happen in the new year we all know them you have all seen them if you don't know what i'm talking about go on facebook i promise you it's a status about a few of them where somebody says like i hope y'all got you know your black eyed peas or your collard greens for the new year day or oh my goodness one where it was like oh my god y'all don't take your trash out or don't wash clothes on new year's day and i'm like what so if you've seen those things around social media y'all that is a superstition and to give you the actual full-blown definition of it which is a definition that i really agree with it says that a superstition is a widely held but unjustified belief in supernatural causation leading to certain consequences of an action or event or a practice based on such a belief. I know that was such a super educated <laughs> definition, but I love it because it it pulls out the word unjustified belief. What does it mean by unjustified belief? It is a belief that has no proof of being true, y'all. It's not justified. It's literally just a belief that if we do a certain thing, that there's going to be a supernatural causation or a supernatural result, you know, to kind of break it down or a practice 
is going to give us some kind of supernatural result because we do those things. So when people say like, don't wash your clothes on New Year's Day because you're washing people out of your life, like that, that is such a unjustified belief because there is no proof that that's going to happen, right? And just to go over some superstitions, I actually took time for this episode and looked up like all these different superstitions that go with New Year's. And y'all, it's ridiculous how many they are. Like there are so many in different areas, you know, geographically and culturally that I'm just like, you really can't keep up with all of them. So start my list. If you wash your clothes on New Year's Day, then you will wash somebody out of your life or wash your luck away. If you eat collard greens or black eyed peas on New Year's Day, then that means prosperity and financial wealth. If you walk into the house or if, excuse me, somebody walks into the house, into your house with money in their pocket and they're the first person to work in, walk into the house on New Year's Day, then that means that you will have financial prosperity for the remainder of the year. If you wear red underwear, and this actually comes from Latin culture, but I, like I said, I researched all this. If you wear red underwear on New Year's Eve into New Year's Day, then that means that you will have romance in the new year. Oh my God, y'all. I could just, <laughs> I could just keep going. If you sweep. If you do a deep cleaning, this is from Chinese culture or Korean culture, you know, if you sweep or do a deep cleaning of the house, that means that you are eluding evil spirits out of your life and bringing in good spirits for the new year. If you open your door at midnight on new year, you are letting the old year out and bringing a new year in. Y'all, it's so many, it's so many superstitions. And that was just a few to name that I, you know, have read off for you guys but there's a lot of them and with all these superstitions people will really believe them and you know they never nothing ever happens when you do these superstitions like nothing like i know for some people they widely believe and if you think about it our culture they our culture really embraces it because y'all i went to the grocery store not even on new year's um day i went to the grocery store on new year's eve i think it was friday yeah it was friday and when i tell y'all i went to two grocery stores so i went to whole foods one because um i'm doing a spiritual you know daniel fasting for the beginning of the year so i went to whole foods because whole foods has all these great organic products and I, you get really good produce there so shout out to whole foods i love going to whole foods it's a great place and i got all the fruits and veggies i needed for my fast but um when i was in there all they had was a bunch of black eyed peas on sale. Now, I ain't never seen black eyed peas be on sale as much as they were that day. Then I went to Kroger's because, I mean, everybody knows what Kroger's is. And Kroger had black eyed peas on sale. And it was so many of them, y'all. Canned black eyed peas, fresh black eyed peas, like organic black eyed peas. I don't know what's the difference between organic or, you know, the ones that's not in the can. You know, I mean, it's just black eyed peas were everywhere and that's how you know that society will feed into those superstitions because they know that people are embracing them they know that people are believing in them and of course that's what people are gonna do they're gonna buy their collard greens they're gonna buy their black eyed peas and they're gonna eat them on new year's day be like man i'm gonna be in financial prosperity this year now you're gonna do all that and nothing is going to change and then you'll just be thinking to yourself, okay, why in the world, you know, didn't it work? Because y'all go back to the definition of it. <clears throat> it's an unjustified belief. There is no proof that if you do it, it's going to work. 
Because if that was the case, if it really worked, y'all, then everybody would be doing it. Or they would have been had research to show proof of it. But there isn't. There is no proof of it. Another way to support it is I know plenty of people who have washed clothes and taken out trash on New Year's Day. And they ain't had a bunch of deaths in their family. If somebody dies, it's because it was just their time and there's nothing you can do to control that. Superstitions arise from society or the human need to want to be in control of life. That is where superstitions from my, in my perspective comes from. It comes from the need of, we want to feel like we're in control of our own destiny. When really y'all, we are not in control of our own destiny. We are not in control of our own fate. We really are not. That is where God comes in. And the people who do not, you know, believe in God, I just feel like it's because they mad because they can't control their own life. But I mean, tough luck who, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. You really can't control life. God is in control at the end of the day. And if you don't like it, then I guess you just better, you know, go consult with the Lord yourself because I don't know what else to tell you. That's just that's the end all be all. He created everything in the beginning. You know, there was, you know, the earth and God made the earth. He made everything. He made the universe. There is no speaking to the universe. God created the universe. You're speaking to God. And so superstitions give people who don't want to give away that control, who don't want to, you know, release that control. It, it gives them a, a false sense of control. It's very false because at the end of the day, you can do all that stuff and your life still be exactly, exactly the same as it was in the previous year. You could do all of that stuff and your life be exactly the same because there is no justification or proof that it actually works. It's just a false belief. And then let me go into the mental health perspective of how superstitions can be bad for your mental health. Think about it. If you're putting all your belief and all of your, you know, eggs in this one basket that if you do this stuff, that certain things are going to happen and they don't happen, then it's going to cause a lot of anxiety for you and it's going to make you want to give up you know, and, and probably throwing a towel is going to probably lead you into depression. You're going to be like, Oh my God, it didn't work. And my life sucks. And this and that, like, do you not know that that is not making your mental health better? It's actually, you know, putting a damper on your mental health because you really think that that's going to change something. It's not going to change anything. You know, mental health comes from having peace and you will never find peace in superstitions and that is the main point that i want to drive home for the mental health perspective before i go into the spiritual perspective that is a big point that i've written down superstitions do not bring peace it goes back to you know horoscopes and stuff i ain't even gonna do my podcast episode on that stuff yet because i know people are gonna hate me once i do those episodes but they're coming so just you know stay tuned but you know, it comes from wanting to have control over life and then realizing you have no control. It's, it's no peace in it, y'all. There's no peace. In order to have good mental health, you need peace. And that's the reason why, you know, Christianity and spiritual beliefs in God, that's why you get peace from it. At least, at least you have peace, in, you know, when you believe in God, because it's God. There's a Bible. There's so much stuff, you know, to support it. There's a community to support it. At least you got peace. You ain't got no peace from a superstition. It's it's a widely false belief. And I know that there are some people that's like, well, I never really believed in it anyway. Dominique, I just did it, you know, because my family does it. Okay, that's all fine and dandy. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the people who truly have belief in this because those are the ones whose mental health is going to be fragile when something happens and it doesn't align with the superstition that they did at the beginning of the year, like you've got to take 
you know, your belief out of these superstitions. You got to take that belief out of that, y'all, because even putting belief into that. Go back to my episode where I talk about faith and, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy, that phenomenon. If you keep putting all your faith into those superstitions and especially if you're putting belief into those ones, it's talking about washing people away or, you know, sweeping away people out of your life, then you know, believe the mind is powerful. So of course, you know, your actions and stuff is going to align with that. Like you got to be careful who you're putting your faith in or what you're putting your faith in. Do not put your faith in superstitions because when it doesn't come to pass, now you've lost your peace. And now, you know, your whole life is starting to align with those negative beliefs that have started to take root all because you based it on a superstition. That is not wise to do at all. Now, how can superstitions be bad for your spiritual health? Y'all, that's <laughs> that's probably very, probably the most, you know, self-explanatory thing <laughs> that I'll probably ever explain on this podcast. Like, a, if a superstition is a false belief, why would that be beneficial to your spiritual health? I mean, first of all, the Bible says that we should only worship God and God alone. The only thing you should be putting your faith and belief in is God. So if you're putting your faith and belief in something that was made up by man, you know, a superstition and something that has not shown any proof, it has not shown any kind of justification to be true or anything, then it's an idol, right? An idol is a object of extreme devotion. And the Bible talks so much about how we should not worship idols because when we worship idols, then they lead to our destruction. Psalms 106 verse 36 says they worship their idols, which led to their downfall. So when you're putting your devotion and worship into anything but God, it's going to lead to a life of what I was just saying, no peace. At least when you worship God, you guys, you're going to get peace. You know, there is peace with following Christ. There is peace that comes with serving God and, you know, devoting your life to to them. Ask the Christians who live it. It does not mean that your life is going to be perfect. It just means that you're going to have peace living this life. And that's actually true. You know, there are many of us Christians who can testify of how God's peace has kept us through certain situations where somebody who did not have God didn't have peace. But we did, you know, and it goes back to just saying the whole superstition or horoscope or any of that kind of stuff you know when that stuff doesn't come true not only did are you disappointed because it didn't come true but now you have no peace at least when you believe in god you know your life is not 100 percent perfect everything that you want doesn't come to pass and stuff but at least you got peace you know you ain't got peace when you got superstitions and you don't have peace in that stuff there is no peace and the bible says about how you know at the end of the day all these idols, they will fall. They're not going to be no more. It says in Isaiah 2 and 18, idols will completely disappear. That means that what it says in that verse. After a while, you guys, we're not going to have no idols. We're not going to have these other things to worship or reverence. All we're going to have is God. All we're going to have is, you know, the Holy Spirit to worship and reverence. And that's the way it should be. Because at least with that, you get peace and you get some kind of comfort in it. You know? I think that where it comes with these superstitions is that we put so much belief in them that we really think that that's going to be the end all be all of of everything. And that's just not true, y'all. Like, that's just not how this works at all. That is not how life works. And one thing about, you know, superstitions, they're going to rob you of that kind of 
that sense of knowing that, okay, God's got me and God is going to be in control. It robs you of that because now you're taking God out of control. You're putting control back into yourself. Like, like I said, it's going to be really hard to serve God when all you want is control because part of serving God, part of being a real Christian and having that healthy spiritual belief or that healthy spiritual lifestyle is putting your trust completely in God. That's why Proverbs three and five says to, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. If you are following a superstition or something that has been created just because you saw it on Twitter or on Facebook or because you saw it in a horoscope or because you saw it in something else, then you are not putting your you are not putting your trust in God. You're leaning on your own understanding at that point. And it's going to lead you astray, right? It's not going to lead you closer to God. That's one of the main points is that, you know, superstitions take you away from God. They take you away. They dampen your spiritual health. Just like they dampen your mental health, they dampen your spiritual health because they're pulling you away from God. You're not trusting in God now. You're trusting in some black eyed peas and <laughs> some greens to bring you money. Do you? <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, that's just really stupid, though. Like, you putting all your faith in some food? Some black, are black eyed peas even good, y'all? Like, I want to eat some now just to see, like, if they're even good. Are they worth I know greens is good. Now, don't get me wrong. I love me some collard greens. And because I'm fasting and because it's a vegetable, I can eat some collard greens, but I'm not eating it because I'm putting all my faith and belief into those collard greens that they're going to bring me financial wealth and prosperity. No. I'm going to put my trust in God because if that's his will for me, then it's going to come to pass whether I eat greens on New Year's Day or not. But y'all are literally the people who you don't have their whole belief in these superstitions. You putting your belief in some peas and some greens. That sounds real delusional. Putting my faith in that stuff just to see it come to pass and then it's not going to come to pass. Like, no, it is an unjustified belief for a reason. That's why even when you Google the definition of superstition or you look for the definition of superstition in dictionary, it is going to tell you that it's unjustified or that it's a myth or that it's an old wives tale, you know, the synonyms for it. It's not going to say anything about it being proven because it's not proven. Okay. The only thing that you can do is put your faith in God, especially if you're a Christian. And if you're not a Christian, then I don't even know why you're on this podcast. But anyway, it's like, and if you aren't, then I hope that you become one because, you know, that's that's the whole point. But if you're not and you just listen to it out of spite, then, yeah, I don't know why you're here because I'm going to keep talking about God. OK, God is real. God is everything. Amen. Amen. But anyway, you know, putting your faith in God is going to be a result. That's why we have things called testimony. That's why people testify because putting faith in God works. Putting faith in the superstition ain't going to work. You know, like I, I can, no, like people do this. I remember my mom said it on Christmas day when I was sitting around my family. She like, y'all, we do that stuff every year. Don't nothing, you know, every, ever really drastically change. And it doesn't like the only time when stuff really changes is when you put your faith in God and when Here's my next point, and this is the big point. When you actually change to create a change. I actually talked briefly about this on the bonus episode for New Year's, the holiday episode, but I'm going to bring it back and talk about it in this episode. Ain't nothing going to change if you don't change. 
So these people who are believing in superstitions are actually kind of delusional in a sense too because they really feel like you could do this stuff for one day and then by the next, by the six months into the year, something's supposed to change, but they don't ever change their habits. You eating black eyed peas and collard greens because you want to have better you know finances and financial prosperity but you still have horrible spending habits you don't know how to budget your credit sucks and you still ain't even applied for like a, a better job or you know gotta like you are literally the reason why stuff is not changing because you won't get out of your own way you know and that's the reason where God comes in because for one, when we believe in God, we really do get out of our own way. We put our trust in him and he is a guy who he wants to see us flourish. He wants to see us be prosperous. And even in the Bible, it says that faith without works is dead. That's in the book of James. So of course we're going to not only have faith in God, somebody who is proven to, you know, do the miraculous in our life and give us results, but we're also going to put the work behind it, you know, I'm going to go get me a financial planner and I'm going to start, you know, planning my finances better. I'm going to start budgeting. I'm going to start doing stuff on my end so that way I can actually see this instead of just putting belief in some dang collard greens and black eyed peas for one single day and then expecting the rest of my year to go great. No, you know, I, I feel like, you know, superstitions are very delusional and people who put all their faith in them can be really delusional and you, you don't need to be delusional. Okay. You need to, Get out of that mindset and realize that if you're going to go into this new year doing the exact same thing and expecting a different result, that you are insane. That is the definition of insanity. Doing the exact same thing, the exact same way and expecting different results. That's why when people come to me about issues, you know, and they have not changed their ways or they have not changed their methods, I ain't going to say that I get mad, but I get real like annoyed in a sense of, you know, that that's not going to produce a, a change, right? You haven't changed. The method hasn't changed. You have to change. When you change, everything else will change. But if you don't change, then nothing's going to change. And that goes back to spirit, to the spiritual perspective of it, you know, when we are in Christ, we become new. We become a new creation, you know, out with the old, in with the new. When we are in Christ, he's making us new. But even after you get saved and you come from that altar, you just can't walk in and be like, I'm a Christian. Yay. And then do the same stuff that he was doing, smoking and drinking and having sex and doing all this stuff. Like you can't just keep the same lifestyle. You got to change because if that's the case, then nothing is going to change. The thing that is proven about being a follower of Christ and, you know, believing in God is because when you actually change and match that lifestyle with your belief, then you do get results. And there are millions of people who can attest to that. That's why they have the books. That's why they have, you know, the sermons. That's why there are all these things that are created to encourage us because there is results with it. I ain't seen no book yet. And if there is a book on superstitions, then somebody send it to me so I can look it up just because I'm curious to see if anybody has ever written a book about superstitions because y'all, they're, they're unjustified beliefs. <laughs> they are myths, y'all. They're myths. Stop putting all your faith in these myths. You doing that because you don't want to, you know, have another bad year. I get it. A lot of people not only believe in that stuff because of, you know, lack of control and they want to have control of their life, but they do it out of fear. You had a rough year and now you're desperate. You'll do anything to have a good year. I get that. But you literally putting your belief in something for one day or one night and then not changing yourself. That's, 
there's nothing's going to change. You have to change. The thing that I love about being a follower of Christ is that Christ encourages us in his word to change. It encourages us to walk a different path and encourages us to not only put our trust in him, but, you know, to commit our ways to him so that he can direct our path. You know, if you guys notice, the Bible says that not because it's saying that God is a genie in a bottle. He is not somebody who's going to grant all your wishes. And that's what some some Christians problem is now is that you think that God is a genie and he's not. But when it says to commit our ways to him, actually what's happening is if you put God at the center of your life and you really are devoting yourself to him, you, your, your ways and your desires start to align with his ways and his desires for you. It's like an internal transformation starts to happen. And that's the whole purpose. You're not supposed to be the same person. You're not supposed to be the same person who used to cuss everybody out or the same person who used to, you know, smoke and drink their anxiety away or the same person who used to, you know, gamble money away or, you know, frivolous, frivolous, can't say the word, but spend their money and not take into consideration a budget and stuff like that. You're supposed to change. You're supposed to become wiser. Hence, haha, wise words. <laughs> you know the title. You're supposed to become more knowledgeable. You're supposed to become more responsible. And if you never do that, then how do you expect to have a better year or a different year for that matter? So no, you know, we got to take our beliefs out of these superstitions, out of these idols, because that's what a superstition is, guys. It is an idol for my Christians who are listening. That is an idol. And if you are worshiping the idol, then I need you to go repent and I need you to turn back to God and worship him. Don't put your faith in something that cannot yield you no results. Don't put your faith in an idol. Put your faith in God. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. Proverbs 3 and 5. That is why that verse is there. You're supposed to put your trust in God. You're not supposed to put your trust, you know, in stuff that's not going to give you any result, guys. It's it's just not going to give you any result. And that's the whole purpose of that. So I hope that, you know, after hearing this, you guys will be a little bit more careful and believe in these superstitions because... That's really what they are. They're just, they're false beliefs. They're not, they're not going to give you anything different than what you see on the paper or on the screen or wherever you're reading the superstition. All it is, is just a false belief. If you're going to believe in something, believe in something that is going to, you know, yield the right results. And that's why, you know, I go back to the Bible. The Bible is your best friend. If you're a Christian, please read the Bible. That's why I throw these verses out on this podcast. It's not to sound pretty. It's because I want you guys to actually dive into the word of God and, and build a relationship. Mark 11 and 24 says, I tell you, you can pray for anything. And if you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. But that goes back to belief, which is having belief in God, you know, having faith. Go back to Hebrews 11 and 6. And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. That man, you know what? I still want to read that first again, because that is like the, the, the whole cornerstone of this. It is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. So go back. Let me dissect this one awesome verse. 
anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists. That's why I said, if you don't believe in God, I don't understand why you listen to this podcast. Like if you listen to it, I'm hoping that your heart changes and that you start believing in God. That's really what I hope for in Jesus name. If you listening to this and you don't believe, but if you just, you really don't believe in God and you have no intention of, I ain't going to never believe then leave because I ain't going to ever say nothing on here for you. That's, that's going to make you feel good. Everything on here is probably going to make you feel like you got salt and vinegar going down your throat. Sorry, but I mean, it's just the truth. Like you have to believe that God exists in order to reap the benefits and see the seeds that you, you know, sow actually harvest. You got to believe that God exists. If you don't believe that God exists, then there's no point, you know, and saying a prayer, or, or, you know, saying these certain things because you don't even believe that he exists. You have to truly believe that God exists. And I will tell you as a Christian, he is real. He does exist. And the second part of that verse that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. Okay. The word sincerely is what you need to pay attention to. So having faith in God that, hey, God, you know, I want to have a better year in 2022. I want to have financial prosperity. I want to have better relationships. I want to get closer to you. That's all great. But you got to have faith and you got to sincerely seek him in order for that to happen. What do I mean by sincerely seek him? It's in the it's literally in the verse. Sincerely seek him. Don't seek him just because you want results. That is not how this works, guys. You have to sincerely seek him, meaning like you want you seeking him just because you want to get to know him. That means that if God doesn't answer another prayer, that if he doesn't give you another blessing, you are still fine with seeking him. Now, some of y'all just heard that and was like, well, then what's the point? That right there is your issue. Your heart needs to change. Your heart is in the wrong place. You're not sincerely seeking him. You're seeking him because you want something. You, you're looking at him like a genie again, like a genie in a bottle and you want your three wishes granted. That's not how this works. You know, faith is a lifestyle. Serving God is a lifestyle. Christianity is a lifestyle. It's not just a trend. It's not a movement. It's not a one-time thing. Just like with fasting. I'm fasting right now, not because I want to lose weight or because I'm trying to get something. I'm doing it because it's me sincerely seeking God. I am sincerely putting away my own desires so that I can grow closer to him and grow more spiritually. Like that's the whole purpose of fasting. And that's why I say fasting is a really great way to sincerely seek God. If you haven't done it yet, I suggest you do it. You ain't got to do a 21 day fast like I'm doing. You ain't got to do, you know, a, a, a seven day fast. You can do whatever works for you, but put fasting into practice and watch how your life changes. Watch how your relationship with God increases, because that's the one way to, you know, open your heart and get to know God. But, you know, going back to the first part of the verse where it says and it is impossible to please God without faith. This is how you build that faith. You know that God exists and you sincerely seek him. You seek him because you love him. And because if he doesn't do another thing for you, you are just grateful to have God in your life. Because, I mean, hey, we wake up in the morning. Ain't nothing else waking you up in the morning. God is waking you up every morning because there are some people who are going to sleep and they are not waking up. So no, seek him because you want to know him and because you love him and you're appreciative of him, not because you want him to grant three wishes or because you're expecting something in return. Okay. You have to seek God sincere, sincerely and with your whole heart. And then when you do all of that, that's where your faith increases. And that's when God starts to do the impossible in your life. That's when the impossible becomes possible. That's when the miraculous starts to happen because your faith has increased and because you're actually seeking God for the right reasons. Okay. 
that's how all of that comes into play. See, you can't get that with a superstition. <laughs> I said all of that to bring it back to the topic. You can't get that with a superstition. It does not say it is impossible to please the superstition without faith. No, it says it is impossible to please God. And God is the one who is going to make the miraculous happen. Not a superstition, not taking your trash, not keeping trash in your house. What? Who thought of that superstition? I'm sorry. Quick tangent. Like, I'm not going to be sitting here with dirty clothes or trash in the house all over a superstition. That is stupid, okay? Like, I hate trash in the house in general, y'all, because it makes the whole place stink. Like, no. Take that trash out, man. Like, if somebody passes, it's just because that's life like people die unfortunately and it's something that's going to happen whether you do certain things or not now can we pray for protection of our loved ones of course but god's will is going to be done whether y'all like it or not and sometimes we don't like god's will it's not i mean take jesus he's a perfect example that man was on that mount mountain asking him please take this cup away from me i don't want to die on a cross but your will be done and not my own that's why he ended the prayer that way because he knew like yeah god i don't want to die on a cross but if it's your will then i'm gonna do it and of course that was a very tragic death for jesus but at the same time again it's god's will we can't control god's will y'all so taking a trash out is not gonna save you know your granny or your grandpa or whoever like if it's their time to go it's their time to go unfortunately and we can, all we can do is grieve and just try to move forward that's all we can do y'all that's all we can do but i i just don't like that superstition general because nah <laughs> you know i i can't stand trash just sitting there ah no this trash is gonna get taken out of if, if it's you know the weather is cool outdoors and i can get out there i feel okay this trash is getting taken out now nah. No, we we not doing that. Same thing with laundry. I like clean clothes. This stuff is getting washed. Like, no, I'm washing clothes. And you know, I did all my laundry earlier that week. But still, if I had to wash some clothes or something, that, that it was gonna get washed. It was going to get washed because listen, it is just a false belief, y'all. There's no proof in it. So I hope that this podcast gives you guys some kind of insight as to you know. Why superstitions really are not good for you and how you kind of need to just put them to the side, leave them superstitions alone back in 2021, leave them, leave them wherever you left them and start putting your faith in God, put your trust in God. And then if you're going to put your faith in God then actually walk out the lifestyle, you know, sincerely seek him with your whole heart. Just seek him because you want to know him, not because you're expecting stuff in return and then just watch how your life actually starts to take a turn for the better and then of course put faith with the you know works actually do something that's different in your life you want to have different results this year become different start you know budgeting or you want to have better relationships go to therapy figure out what's wrong with you because it's not always the other person sometimes it's you deal with your issues you know like take the practical steps that you need to you want to have better health eat better go to the gym don't just renew get a gym membership and then only go for the month of january like these gyms expect people to <laughs> like no go and actually make a lifestyle of it like do things that actually produce change instead of just wishing and wanting change because that is where you're going to see an actual result All right, guys, and that is it for the first episode of the new year. Yay! 
that's it for today's episode i hope you guys enjoyed it i know it was a you know touchy topic i know probably got under a lot of people's skin but oh well i had to do what i had to do you know the truth is the truth and that's why you know we have to take heed to whenever we're reading the word of god whenever we're getting closer to god you got to take heed to sometimes these words you know if it ain't from my podcast it can be from a sermon it can be from anybody but sometimes that conviction has to happen because we got to change you know i want everybody to have a blessed new year and if you want to have a blessed new year then change you know do something different try to go in and try to better yourself more than what you did last year try to become a better version of yourself seriously but i hope you guys enjoyed this episode don't forget to give it a five star rating especially if you're listening on apple Podcasts. and don't forget to share this podcast on social media don't forget to reach out to me on social media if you have any comments or questions or suggestions for this podcast and until then you know guys i just hope you enjoy the rest of your day I'm going to enjoy the rest of my day. It is cold, you guys. We're supposed to be getting some snow. I'm like sitting out here looking at my window, waiting for the snow to come. I actually like snow. Now, I don't like ice. So, fingers crossed that we don't get no ice storms because I can't stand ice. I can't stand sleet, all that stuff. But, you know, you guys enjoy the rest of this day, whatever day you're listening to this podcast on. And until next episode, God bless.